Welcome into the student section, October 24th, and episode number six of the new season. Matt Murphy across from Tom Scabelli and Dan DiOrio. Boys, this thing is really rolling now. Another guest today, this time from the Missouri Valley Conference that no longer features Wichita State, Alizé Johnson from Missouri State, and it's just another good guest on our list. Yeah, definitely. Alizé Johnson had a really good year last season, averaging a double-double in his first year playing D1 ball. And you know, I think if you look at, at draft rankings, uh, the guests we've had so far, he's, he's the highest up there. Some people thinking that he could be a first-round pick. So we were pleased to be joined by him. And you know, he has high hopes this season, as does the Missouri State team. And Dan, it's crazy. Something we didn't, we forgot to ask him because we had so many other things going and our time got up there and he was at media day during the interview. We forgot to touch on the fact that his freshman year in high school, he was a 5'9 point guard, and he only left high school as a 6'4 guard before going the JUCO route, and, and now all this success following him. That's nuts. He was 5'9 as a freshman in high school. I'm Absolutely. sure you can relate. Well, yeah. I'm I don't think he can relate. That's a little <laughs> I was too just, big for him. I was just thinking <laughs> like how nice it would be to just randomly hit a 7-inch growth spurt, but I think, I think that his size coming out of uh, – High school might have been a concern for some teams, had no D1 offers, and now here he's come all the way to work his way into NBA draft talk and uh, Missouri Valley Conference team of the year, possibly. So very exciting for Alizé Johnson. And he's it's nuts. His story is really, is really a crazy one because he's not the first guy that's been on the student section this year who declared for the draft and came back. But like you were saying, Tom, he's probably one of the, the highest projectable NBA players and for him coming from Missouri State a lower level uh, tier school at least not a power conference team but although they are they do have high expectations for this season in the MVC for him to go to the MVP to win the MVP at the Adidas Nations camp over the likes of Michael Porter Jr. Jalen Adams who's a Bonnie's guy Dan shout out to you shout out Bonnie's Macal Bridges and Jeffrey Carroll who is someone else we might have on the show this year really high expectations for him this season. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, people are, other people in college basketball media have started to tweet, remember the name Alizé Johnson, know the name Alizé Johnson. I think other people as have, in John Rothstein? I saw actually like three or four tweets, so not just John Rothstein. But a lot. he's getting a lot of national attention, as he should, and I'm excited to watch him and Missouri State play this year. I think they're going to have a good season. Fair enough. He was our second guest on the student section who was a selection to the Carl Malone Award watch list, which is the, an award given to the top four-man in all of college basketball. That list came out this past Thursday, and he joins William Lee of UAB, who was our guest a couple of episodes back, I believe, episode three, if you want to go back to that one and hear Tom's electric call, probably his best of the four or five that he's given so far. He does have one later in the episode for Alizé. I give made it its a, return. I give I, it a six out of ten. That That's a fair rating. It's a fair rating. I'll say actually 11 out of 10, so everyone make sure everyone goes and listens. But at the end of the show I'll give my real rating which is like a six out of ten and real quick before we get to our interview with Alizé Johnson just want to address some things promotionally here because we are while we are doing these interviews in the preseason we do continue during the season and and uh, all the way through the national championship like we did on last season of the pod and we do have a Twitter and if you want to be one of the first people to follow that Twitter who isn't named Matt Murphy, Tom Scabelli or Dan Dioria, you can follow us on Twitter at studentsecpod that's student s e c pod p o d so it's tough to come up with a username for the student section because pretty much every college basketball team in the country has some variation 
of student section, but I think that was a, a decent one, Tom. I mean, you came yeah, up with that. Yeah, I mean, it's character limits sort of hamper you, too. Like I said, student section obviously is taken, but we're trying to do our best, so student sec pod, S-E-C-P-O-D. Give it a follow, for sure. And you can also subscribe to our podcast under WFUV Sports on Twitter, but right now, let's send it to our interview with Missouri State's Alizé Johnson. Pleased to be joined by Alizé Johnson, a 6'9 senior forward from Missouri State University, the 2017 Missouri Valley Conference Newcomer of the Year and first team All-MVC selection. Alizé, I know you're busy today at, at MVC Media Day in St. Louis, but thanks for giving us some time and welcome into the student section. Yeah, thank you for having me. So we'll jump right in about some, uh, take a look back at your season last year, your first year at the D1 level, and look ahead a little bit to Missouri State and the high expectations for both you and your team this coming season. Last year was your first year, as I said, at the D1 level after transferring from Frank Phillips College in Texas. You averaged a double-double, and you were 11th in the nation in rebounds per game with over 10 a game. What were some of the highlights from your first season, which turned out to be an outstanding year? Uh, there were, you know, a lot of highlights, but uh, I think uh, with that transition coming from junior college, uh, you know, it was difficult, and, uh, you know, you have to be mentally locked in for, uh, you know, your coaches and, and the expectations they want for you. So uh, it was a really good year for me just to experience, um, you know, what I have to do for this year uh, to take uh, the team that we have this year to the top. You obviously had a great individual season last year, averaging a double-double. This season, this morning, actually, you're just named the MVC Preseason Player of the Year, so congratulations on that, and what does that honor mean to you? Thank you. Um, it's a great honor. This is a great league, and it's just a blessing to be a part of. Uh, like, you, like you said, I was in junior college, so um, I'm, just, I'm just honored. Um, but uh, the Preseason uh, Player of the Year, um, actually, it doesn't mean anything uh, – until I actually, you know, go do it. So I think uh, the main thing with that is just, you know, to take that uh, and uh, go out there and just try to uh, make it happen. Um, it's better to get the award at the end than um, before the season actually starts. So, Alizé, I transferred at colleges as well. How difficult was the process, and was there one thing that made it easier for you as a student-athlete? Um, the process uh, was difficult. Uh, I mean, it's a lot faster the game, and uh, you know, there's some times that you know some stuff may come easy. Um, I'm a person that always uh, conditions and just tries to stay in shape, uh, but it, I definitely had to adjust. Uh, it's more physical, and uh, you know, it's a lot up tempo from the coaching standpoint. So uh, it's, it's definitely been a grind, and uh, yeah. So your team went 17 and 16 a season ago, and. Tom over here in the studio just mentioned that you were projected to win Conference Player of the Year. Your team was projected to win the league this year. No more Wichita State in the Valley. What's it going to take for your Bears to make the NCAA tournament for the first time since 1999? Uh, first, I just want to say uh, Wichita is a really great team, and uh, you know they were huge uh, for our league, and uh, I wish them the best success uh, in the American Conference. Uh, for our team, though, it's just... Uh, you know about us just defending and uh, being a re being a rebounding team. I think everyone's bought in on our team, the new guys and uh, even the returners. And I just think that you know this is going to be a big year for us. Uh, we got a lot of expectations, but with that being said, uh, 
um, I think uh, a lot of us can handle it and uh, actually go out there and make it happen. So um, I think we need to just, you know, be a, a group uh, and just uh, have that chemistry um, to where we can trust each other. So we're based out of the Bronx, so some of our listeners may not be that up-to-date with NBC basketball, but for those people that haven't got a chance to watch you guys play, I know you mentioned defense and rebounding, but how would you describe the Missouri State brand of basketball? Um, if I had to describe it, it probably would be rebounding. Um, I think we're a team that can just, you know, you know, attack the ball when it comes off the rim, um, you know, as in everybody um, throughout the roster, and, uh, you know, just be that aggressive, you know, uh, team, you know, uh, when the game starts. So um, that's how I would describe it. And then uh, just having character. Um, we have a lot of guys on the team, you know, that behave and uh, do the right things and just uh, are bought into what we have to do this year. Now, you, like a number of the guests that we've had in the student section so far uh, during this preseason leading up to the 2017-18 college basketball season, declared for the NBA draft and came back to school, part of the new rule going on in college basketball. But then you got an invite to the Adidas Nations camp, and you were named MVP. What did you learn about your game at that camp that featured so many of the top players in the country from power conferences? Um, so I entered the... The draft and I ended up getting a workout with the Celtics, and uh, you know after that, um, my coaches uh, were trying to get me into Adidas Nations, and I was I was going home uh, four days before I got my invite, uh, so I felt as though I was you know like one of the last picks I want to say, um, getting into that camp, and I kind of took that as motivation. Um, like I knew I could play with the guys that were there, um, but you know I don't know if it's uh, where I play or what, but it was just a blessing to get uh the invite so uh what i learned from there is just uh you know just playing competitive and uh you know locking into what the coaches want you to do uh off the pick and roll and and just things that they do in the league uh stretching the floor out spacing out and it was a great experience for me just to play against uh you know a lot of high major dudes um that are physical and uh you know really fast and high tempo play so we mentioned uh nba possibility there have been comparisons between your game and Draymond Green's game. How do you feel about that comparison? Um, you know, I accept it uh, just because he does a little thing. You know, he goes out there and rebounds and he defends. And uh, he's a really great player. He brings energy. And uh, that's that's what I uh, try to bring to my game, um, just to get everyone amped up for the game and, uh, you know, get everybody emotional emotions into the game to just uh, understand that, you know, like this actually means something. And that's the type of player he is. And I feel like, you know, every time he goes out there, he's just um, the fire to the fuel. Now, you tweeted that Missouri State, the Missouri State basketball coaching staff is top of the line on and off the court. Just thought I'd give credit where it's due. What is it that you like so much about playing for Coach Lusk and his staff? Uh, what I like uh, about the coaching staff is just, and Coach Lusk in general, uh, just because when, um, you know, you're playing for him, he actually cares. And, uh, you know, you got people that come into work every day and they're just there for the paycheck. And uh, with uh, Coach Lusk and the coaching staff, you know, when we get in there, they're all excited and they want to, you know, get us ready uh, for what's coming up. And uh, they really take time um, out their day. Um, they're always with us, you know, limiting time with their family. So, you know, just when uh, you got a, a coaching staff that's really bought in, to, uh, you know, wanting to, you know, win games, uh, it's really, it really means a lot uh, to a player. 
All right, Alze, before we get into our fun uh, little Start the Buses segment, just a couple of things to address here. You're a Williamsport, Pennsylvania native, obviously the home of the Little League World Series. Have you ever been to the Little League World Series? Uh, yes, I go about every time I get a chance to. Okay, and then one other thing that caught my eye when we were doing a little bit of extra research on you, your favorite thing to do outside of basketball is fix iPhone screens. So what's that all about? Uh, so, you know, I was uh, a kid and I got iPhone 4 for the first time and it would always crack and I would always have trouble just trying to figure out where to get it fixed at and, uh, you know, I kind of got fed up with the whole thing and I started looking into it myself and I started fixing them and first couple of times, you know, I messed up, but I wasn't fixing anyone's phones, they were just mine, uh, that I were just phones that I just let go, so... What I did with that was I just started, like, YouTubing stuff, Googling, and uh, asking you know, those iPhone repair stores, like, basically, what, is, what are the tricks? And uh, I started getting really good at it, and uh, people wanted me to fix their phones. So uh, I haven't been doing it lately as much because of basketball picking up here um, at the Division One level. But whenever I get home, I definitely, you know, help, help people out with um, just not even charging them, just doing it uh, out of just – for the love of the game, for the love of the game, right? Yep, exactly. Yep. <laughs> okay, well, we'll move on. We know you're a busy guy. We're going to do our Start the Buses segment. It's kind of just like rapid-fire questions, and I'll start us up, and we'll kind of go around here with, with the three of us. Favorite NBA team and favorite NBA player? Uh, favorite NBA team, Los Angeles Lakers and player Kobe Bryant. Favorite city you've ever played in? Favorite city I've ever played in? City, City or uh, arena even would work. Vegas. Vegas. Can't go wrong with Vegas. <laughs> Fav- mm-hmm. Favorite pregame meal? It would probably have to be pasta. The best player that you've ever played with or against? With or against. <laughs> Tough one. Uh, I really like Alex Peters. Um, and with, I'd probably have to go with uh, Lamar Peters from uh, Mississippi State. Favorite flavor of M&M? Hmm. I don't really like M&M's. <laughs> the, the, the trick there is they kind of all taste the same. M&M's doesn't matter what color it is. If it's a chocolate <laughs> yeah. M&M, it tastes the well, same. Well, there's different types. I think that well, was no, no, that very confusing. My, that wasn't my question. Very... I tried to trip Alizé up, but he's doing all a great right, job. So if you don't like M&M's, what's your favorite candy? Halloween's coming up. Uh, I like lightsabers. Okay, what is something that you're not very good at? Because we know you're good at basketball. Um, well, being so from Warriors, I'm not good at baseball at all. <laughs> uh, best piece of advice that you've ever gotten? Uh, don't, don't ever give up. Just stay strong. Favorite musical artist? Uh, Meek Mills. So I, you tweeted that you're in a relationship with basketball. I just wanted to check in. How are things with you two? Any plans for engagement um, or anything? <laughs> Trouble yeah, in paradise? It's going, good. it's going really good. I think I'm going to marry it. Um, <laughs> I hadn't already did, but I'm going to you know, put a ring on it here soon. Nice. All right, last one for me, Alizé. Who are three people you'd like to have dinner with? They could be all-time living or dead. Uh... I would like to have dinner with Kobe Bryant, um, uh, T.D., uh, Bishop, G- Bishop Jakes, um, 
War in London. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you have any pre-game rituals? Something you like to do before the game? Uh, I like to, you know, just uh, listen to some gospel music and pray and just, uh, you know, just remember um, how I got here and the process and, um, yeah, just put some shots up. Okay, before we let you go, something we like to do with our guests here on the student section is we broadcast games here in New York and. So we'd like to try to have a call ready, or Tom over here, one of our guys in the in the student section, likes to have a call ready if you if you make a basket or make a big play, as if he was announcing the game for your team. So I think he's got something. He's been in a little bit of a slump, so we'll preface it that way. But if it's good enough, maybe you could take it to the Missouri State radio and, and TV guys and let them know. All right. All right. I mean, like like he said, I, I've been in a little bit of a slump, so this isn't my best work. You could refer to our previous episodes if you want to really hear me in my A game, but I gave it a shot anyway. Yeah. I'm trying to break out. All right, so you just, again, the name for those listening in case you forgot, Alizé Johnson. You just made a big shot. I don't know what you'll mm-hmm. say, but I'll say that that was a great shot. Don't call him Johnson and Johnson because there will be tears for opposing defenses. Now Johnson. Now Dan, my co-host, didn't know that Johnson and Johnson was a shampoo company whose slogan is "No More Tears." Did you get that reference? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, just I, making I sure. About that, yeah. All right, I'm making sure. Dan, I guess, is just yeah the only moron we have here. <laughs> it was a little long, but I, I think you salvaged it. The Johnson and Johnson line was pretty good. All right, yep, thank you. Maybe yep. I'm back. I definitely, definitely use that. Definitely you may have busted my slump, yep. Alize. So I appreciate that. All right, Alize, I know there's a ton of stuff going on at Missouri Valley Conference Media Day. Congratulations again on being projected as the Conference Player of the Year and the Bears being projected to win the league. Thanks so much for joining us today on the student section, and good luck this year. Hey, thank you, guys. Thanks for having me, and uh, good luck with everything. Thank Thanks, Alize. Thanks, Alize. All right, that was Alize Johnson of the Missouri State Bears. Good stuff from him, and thanks again to him for giving us some time because it's media day for him so obviously a very important and busy day for Alizé and the rest of the athletic department at Missouri State but as always some interesting stuff for a guy who is a top NBA prospect Tom I said in the intro to the show six out of ten for the call I think now after everyone getting to hear it I, I think they'll agree with me it sounded better live than it did when you told me it before the show yeah, I mean, so for those that don't know, I do a call like that every show, and I, I have been in a slump. I didn't do one for Brandon Goodwin. Uh, I didn't do one for Kevin Hervey. So this was the fourth one I did it. I killed the first three, not to brag. So William that was the Lee. last two episodes, Brandon yeah, Goodwin Yeah, William and Kevin Lee Hervey. probably being my best one. This is probably the worst one, right? No. I, I mean, it could, I mean, it's, it's more, all subjective. It, it's, yeah, I mean, it's more because I think the other ones were so good that you could probably put it at the huh. bottom. But, I mean, some guests that we have lined up, I've been working on some stuff, so... I'll be back. Um, this was a good way to just get out of the slump. This was like a single, and now expect some expect some extra base hits coming your way. By the end of the season, we'll have one for every player in all of college basketball. So I don't stay know. Tuned. Not prom- no promises. You'll have to follow our Twitter to see that. <laughs> More guests on the way in the coming weeks, and we've got to kind of tighten up our schedule here because we're getting closer and closer to the start of the season, and it's going to be harder to figure out a time that works for all these guys, and we have a few na- few more names to get to to say the least. But that's going to do it for episode six of season two of the student section. For my co-hosts, Tom Scabelli and Dan DiOrio, I'm Matt Murphy. And before we get to the, the regular outro, just a quick shout out to one of the top student section 
fans, at Kevin Murphy AD on Twitter. Happy birthday here on October 24th. But that's going to do it. Remember, be a fan of the student section. Happy, happy moment, happy, happy moment.